Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and once a week we like to gather in the bar after hours and we uh, read an issue of uh, Marvel's Daredevil and then we discuss what we think and usually we have an awesome guest. And we have an awesome guest this week, uh, but first I'm Claire and joining me as always is Vix. Hey! Hey! And joining us this week, well, this week, it, it, this issue is um, is all about the world of acting and the world of writing. So we thought we'd get an award-winning, um, internationally renowned playwright and actor to join us. It's Brad. Yay! Hey. It's you! Me! You know all about the world of acting and writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought you could give a unique perspective on this issue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, but before we get into this issue, uh, we are a bar, so therefore we usually have a drink around. So, Vix, what are you drinking this week? I have a an elderflower and ginger cordial fizzy water. Oh, that sounds really nice. Well, it's fancy. I have a Pepsi Max cherry, maximum taste of no sugar. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I bought an eight pack <laughs> to, to have, so I have one every episode <laughs> brad what are you drinking well i was gonna make like a fancy cocktail but then i read this issue so um <laughs> and all this talk of a coke date um <laughs> i decided to make a, a, a rum and coke nice. oh do you know what i've got coke in the fridge i could have what a nana i'm not having a co- i should have got a cherry coke instead of a cherry pepsi oh and then we could mm. have had a coke date could have had a well, could have had a real guest gets... party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this issue uh, we're discussing this week is issue sixty-five of Daredevil, published June the first, nineteen seventy. Uh, it's called "The Killing of Brother Brimstone." Um, <laughs> Daredevil finally finds Karen Page, and the murderous Brother Brimstone strikes, but his identity remains hidden. Can Daredevil uncover the murderer before more lives are lost? No. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, so first of all, guys, what do you think of this cover that is a lying liar that sits on the throne of lies? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I thought, like, Karen just looked hilarious. What, passed out on the Just floor? like this. Yeah, just kind of like, you know, the damsel, the classic damsel <laughs> in distress. And, like, where did he get that lamppost from? I, I don't, don't like because it's like when you read the rest of the issue you're like where what well he got it from <laughs> looking at it he got it from john street the corner of john street um, and bro <laughs> bro bro <laughs> hey bro um bro hey, bro. Street. <laughs> bro street but i don't know if this is meant to be on the set or in real life I, I guess it's yeah real life. it's oh but this just this a really cover, random cover. This cover sits also, on the throne of lies. These wisps of fog. Uh, it just looks like I, I don't know. It looks like the town stinks. Like I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone's someone's frying eggs somewhere and it smells. Yeah. Yeah. So Karen, Karen's laying in a pool of piss. Oh, and oh she's smells. laying a piss tree outside. <laughs> it's. I was gonna say it's like it looks familiar. Is this out the back of the bar? Yeah, this is what it looks like. There's always a Karen page <laughs> lying on the ground. <laughs> it's yeah. listen. Sometimes when you come down after a coke date, you just <laughs> find yourself there. We do not. We do not condone drug taking in this bar, children. Oh, on the coke. Drugs are bad. Mm. 
as I sip my <laughs> Pepsi Max cherry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, the creative team for this issue is as follows. It says, enter ye now into the world of the mysterious and the macabre escorted <laughs> by, which I just in my head hear that said by Vincent Price. Uh, yes. Stanley, editor, Roy Thomas, writer, Gene Colan, artist, Sid Shaw's inker, Artie Simek, letterer. Mm-hmm. So we start off with Karen uh, tiptoeing through foggy old Los Angeles. <laughs> it's it's all a bit like I, I quite like the beginning of this until you get to the point where you realise where she is. Everything. It's It's got the Lovecraft vibe again. And I really like that. You like it when, well, th- what, you mean this page where she's like, ah! Uh, yeah, just the whole, like, the fog and the fact that this dude looks like he's the, he is the uh, the result of why cousins shouldn't marry. Hmm, he does a bit. Oh, before we get too much into this issue, I should ask Brad, because I did recommend to Brad that he reads last week's issue. Um, Brad, what are your thoughts on uh, Karen and Matt's relationship at this point? Oh, boy. This is... <laughs> I mean, this is this is not healthy for anyone. <laughs> I'm like, it's just like, just let her go, Matthew. Just let her go. Let her live her life. Just get over it. Would this be a <laughs> good um, CW show, Brad? Oh, I I mean, I don't know about a CW show. I mean, like, there's like only there's not enough superpowers, so it's not Riverdale. So. <laughs> Yeah, like she, fi- she finally escaped. Show. Yes, she fi- she finally escaped, and like a turd that won't flush, he followed her there. Oh, and she looks so fabulous in that last issue, living her life. Oh, so great. I know. So Karen is walking around with the biggest pink coat ever. <laughs> it's like I billowing love, like a cape. I love this pink coat oh, so much. It's great, I love it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and there's a guy following her who kind of looks like. The, the evil fisherman out of I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> yes! Oh, I knew he reminded me of someone. And then Karen turns around and goes, oh, you! And he's like, yes, I... Uh, please spare me the meaningless cries of exclamation, my dear! Which is one of my favourite <laughs> lines. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, and basically says he's going to kill her and starts to strangle her as he proclaims that he is Brother Brimstone. Mm. And that is when we cut and we see that we are actually on a set, quite a small set by the looks, even though a minute ago there was like a street and a car mm. and loads of fog. Yeah. Um, and already this guy playing Brother Brimstone is is actually choking Karen. Like, yeah. And they're like, oh, go easy on her neck there. I love that like she's been in Los Angeles for like a day and she's already got... <laughs> She's already, already got like basically a bit, wearing on uh, dark shadows. Yeah. Uh, Bix, she's only in two episodes. She's hardly a star. I was like, ah, like people uh, kill to be in two episodes of a show. Do you know who you're talking about there? That's Karen Page. That is. Yeah, How Karen dare Page. you? Oh, it's the Karen Page. So, <laughs> yeah. This is where we meet a load, a load of people. There's so many names. So many. So yeah. the director is Mr. Wheeler. Uh, the actor playing Brother Rimstone is Ross Archer. The actor playing the good magician, <laughs> I didn't get the character's <laughs> name, is Vince Sterling. The makeup artist is Lester Dant. 
and the stand-in for Archer is Jerry Jason. Lawson is the writer and Sally Weston is the AD and is also Karen's flatmate. Our mate, our mate Sally. Sally, yeah. Who's like basically now, she's like the uh, the West Coast Debbie. <laughs> yeah, West Coast Debbie. She's wearing like a, a a very strange top that's like green, like lime green with spots on it. At least on Marvel Unlimited. I think it's supposed to be like flowers. Is it? Oh, I don't Maybe. Know. Um. Yeah, and and Sally says that Karen wasted her life back in New York working as a secretary when she's an actress. Exactly. Yeah. You tell her, Sally. You tell her. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so we meet all these different people. And uh, Karen's finally an actress. She's been there five minutes. She's got an acting job there. <laughs> she seems to be doing well. She's living her most fabulous life. Her new BFF, Sally. What's uh, what's uh, Daredevil doing, Vic? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, he has leveled up his like creeper status (laughs) status would you say he's creeping and peeping oh my god and then there's the line where he actually says i don't like entering other people's apartments when they're not there (laughs) oh really (laughs) no 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 he says but what does he say he says but us guys in love do crazy things i was then the next shot is him like in the room like going through the drawers ah Karen's clothes that's it I I was seething seething really loves crazy things like breaking and entering as if it wasn't bad enough that like her her landlady back in New York gave him the key when she Uh didn't even know who he was but now he's just like oh you know I don't like breaking and entering but you know, I'm I'm I consumed. Need, I just need to get into these drawers with her clothing inside. Yeah. So I gotta, I prove, can, I gotta prove this solve this mystery. Panty sniffer. Also, <sighs> he recognizes her handwriting by feeling the paper, which means that he's read her handwriting before. Which is That's also true. weird because she she never would have given him her maybe no it can't be that photo in the frame that she signed i don't know well no but then think about it like she yeah yeah yeah, she she used to be his secretary so yeah true that's that's like quite um quite plausible but yeah just this whole this is like a whole new level of creepy now he also is still pitying himself because he says oh karen let her her mum know where she was but not poor blind helpless matt murdoch the man she knows is really the superpowered daredevil then you're not poor, blind, helpless Matt Murdock, are you? And she knows that. So stop throwing yourself a pity party, Matthew. And How she's dare to... she tell her mother where she's at, <laughs> but not me, the creep she's running away from. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just, uh... <sighs> yeah, he has a rummage through her, her drawers. Coochie sniffer. Oh, He's literally holding a piece of fabric. Yeah. I'm not sure what clothing item that is. But he he like he is in there. Yeah. Ugh. And he finds an agenda for both Karen and Sally, which is very very seventies. That made me so, laugh. Like you don't have these anymore. <laughs> so he's like, oh, so Sally did know. Yeah. And it's like yeah, she's yeah. trying to she's <laughs> she's trying to protect her friend from her abusive ex. Exactly. <laughs> like just <laughs> fuck off. 
excuse my language <laughs> no like absolutely uh, so while he's creeping and a peeping we go back to the uh, the tv show uh, which is called strange secrets by the way and oh no they're gonna have to reshoot that scene again of brother brimstone strangling karen because why brad oh because the creepy makeup guy <laughs> wandered in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> and also we find out that strange secrets has the largest audience rating this side of tiny tim's wedding okay is this tiny tim of tiptoe through the tulips i don't know this is the only tiny tim i know apart from the one from uh charles dickens tiny tim and i don't think it's him no that was that was a thing mm. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, oh boy. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Is it a rabbit hole? December 17th, 1969. Oh, well, that would make sense um, with this, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Tips through the tulips, yeah. Oh wow, then everyone watched his wedding? On the Tonight Show, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I only know, the only thing I know about Tiny Tim is tiptoe through the tulips yeah i think that's the only thing anyone knows (laughs) so yeah this makeup artist he who is a really they they went for like it's he looks like an accountant it's a really weird look to go for for Mm. a makeup artist he's the best makeup man in the in showbiz apparently but apparently he just wants to see the acting so he sneaks up close so close that he's in front of the camera. <laughs> uh, and they say, they say later that he's got, he gets a crush on all the actresses. Ooh. So I'm like, oh, okay, so he just wants to get really close and watch a guy kill women. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool guy. Cool this, guy. This whole show just is a is a a collection of just monsters. Yeah. Weirdos. Yeah. This, a collection of Romans. <laughs> this this entire show is like proving QAnon to be real. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get this. I don't know if this is a saying as well, Brad. You're a resident American, so I need you to to tell me of these things. When um uh oh god, who is it? It's Vince Sterling. Um, calls oh, the director mm-hmm. Great White Father. What is this? Yeah, I, I know. I yeah, this one threw me because I was immediately like red alert. But <laughs> yeah. he, he is the best Great White Father. So why don't we? So I'm like, is. <laughs> Is he calling him Great White Father? No. Is that like like what is happening? Is, here? He, is he just is, does he just worship like a racist god? <laughs> like what are we talking about? <laughs> oh no, like, he worships yeah, a racist I, I god. Love, I love Jesus, but I don't want to say Jesus. Um, but I want to make it a little bit more clanny. So, oh. uh, Great White Father. What is the term Great White Father? The definition of Great White Father is the president of the U.S. or a person in position of authority. What? Oh, oh what? no. That's what it says in Merriam-Webster. Oh, no. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the Great White <laughs> Father? Great White Father. Well, um, anyone listen, in authority. So kind so of a bad history of being a father. <laughs> so is Kamala Harris. She's the Great White Father. Because it's any person in authority, Brad. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm running this podcast. I'm the Great White Father. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, this saying. Oh, no. Yikes. That's really bad. I don't like it. I don't no. like it. 
no, I don't like that. So no. basically, Vince Sterling, who plays the who's the the rugged, handsome um, magician, bearded, good magician. <laughs> he plays. I, first of all, I don't. I, first of all, I, I'm pretty sure he's racist. Um, <laughs> yes. Just because he says "Great White Father" and it's the '70s and it, he's a dude. Um, second of all, uh, like he's all about having a coke dates. Uh, third of all, he's a magician. <laughs> like, nope, three strikes. Out. Yeah. 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 Karen's jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So he so he says he plays the good magician on daytime TV. So I'm guessing he's not in this show. Well, it's weird because no, like, well, like, I think he is. Show, yeah, but, yeah. And then, and then because this Karen is like a dark says, shadows, like daytime, like a soap, soap opera. Yeah, yeah. And then she says to him that he doubles as peacemaker, and I was like, oh, I wish, because then he'd be doing a delightful dance in the opening credits. Yes. <laughs> he would have an eagle pal. Yeah, I'd have his little eagle pal. <laughs> um. So he plays the foe of Bad Brother Brimstone. But in reality, he's just another shy actor asking for a coke date with his leading lady. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of mention of coke dates. Uh, yeah, I'm, there are. I'm assuming that what it actually means is some sort of, like, coke float. I guess, with two I'm, straws. I'm going, I'm going to assume. Like, I'm hoping one. so. <laughs> not like, not, let's go and One coke, two lights. straws. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then we break out the mirror. And... <laughs> so meanwhile, so they're about to shoot the do these reshoots with Karen and Archer. Um, but meanwhile, Archer has lost his mind because he has found out that they are going to kill off Brother Brimstone, the character. And uh, they can't kill him off. He's the star. He's the star. You miserable no, half-witted hack. <laughs> I'm the star of this show. Brad, have you ever had an actor in one of your productions react like this? Oh, God. Become um, too in- invested in their character. Anyone in Chester yes. County? Um, um, no, not that one so much. Um, uh, I, I had... Uh, there was a guy we had to fire multiple times. Oh, okay. Because he didn't understand that he was fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't he, fire me. His his whole character, like the, the he was the lead, oh my <laughs> and gosh. the entire play revolves around him being very stressed out. Mm-hmm. the The entire plot of the entire show is he's under a lot of pressure, and in the end, he has to decide whether or not to kill somebody. Like, by definition, it is a stressful situation. He was playing it, like, dead calm cool. Oh. Like, and we kept like, well, we need a little bit more of this. And he was like, I just don't think the character would do that. Okay. And, like, I'm I'm the writer. You're like, I'm, I'm the writer. I'm, <laughs> do what I say. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there with the director. Yeah. And we're ha- there's three of us in the conversation. There's the writer. There's the director. And there's this guy. Wow. <laughs> was it Jim Caruso? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. And like, so we were like, well, yeah, we really need it to. That's just not going to work. That's not what the show is. That's not. That's this. You're literally missing the plot. Yeah. And 
the only thing the show really is is you being really stressed out and you seem bored. <laughs> and that's not going to carry it. So we just may have to, you know, tr- go with something different. And, like, I don't I don't remember how we phrased it, but, like, it was I, – I don't think you could have been confused that, like, if you're not willing to try this, we're going to have to get somebody else. Yeah. And – and so, like, he, you know, he, again, like, everything else not, didn't really seem to phase him. Um, so, you know, eventually the conversation just kind of ended, and he was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go on for tonight. And we were like, <laughs> okay. And then we were like, does he know that, like, we, we don't want him to come back? <laughs> so we had to call him and fire him again. Wow. It's very bad. He's, like, the most chilled out guy ever. But also, presumably, it's on stage, so not only is... So this character's in a stressful situation, so you've got to play it believably, but also you're kind of play. You've got to play it to the... What do they say, Brad? Like, playing it to the back back row? Yeah, Like, yeah. you can't underplay it, because you're just going to look like you're asleep <laughs> on stage. Yeah, yeah, no, then that's what it looked like. That's wow. what it looked like. It was not... It was... It, it was very unpleasant. I like there. I think that I also had like a a crew of actors like revolt against the script. I, it's there's been a lot of things. There's been a lot of things. I've been through. I've been some through some things. I sometimes miss it, not most of the time. But you never had to deal with a brother brimstone situation. Uh, I mean, not directly. Fair enough. I'm glad. So he is, he's, 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 he's kicking off. He's having a full on tantrum and saying, you're plotting against me. Um, you, my level, uh, my, my character is the best. Um, I suppose you decided that evil demons don't sell sufficient quantities of soap. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You okay there, bro? I I love that line so much. And then he starts to threaten, uh, the, uh, I think it's the, the writer. It's Lawson. He's the writer. Um, Mm. so they are like, right, get away from him. And he's like, nope, you've been scheming, scheming away. And they're like, right, you need to take him to the, uh, the dressing room and be quiet. And then he says, unhand me or you'll find out why I was chosen to play Brother Brimstone. It's like, are you <laughs> saying you're a demon? Like, what's, what do you mean? Oh, actors. Find out. Hmm. So he uh, he walks away and he says, keep away from me, all of you, before I trample you underfoot like insects. <laughs> I love him. So they're like, right, I guess we'll have to use his stand-in for that footage we need. They don't fire him, by the way. They don't, they're like... They just just put him in timeout. Yeah, they put him on the naughty step. (laughs) I mean, like, this this is how Jared Leto's a thing. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Jared Leto, who, who, was it you saying it, Brad, that, like, when he was in Morbius, he took, like, 30 minutes to go to the toilet? Yeah. He had to be taken there. He demanded that he was taken there in a wheelchair. Oh no no no! No Incorrect. no, it wasn't. Yeah, Brad. Brad he, taught me He about was this. taking so he was taking so long to go to the restroom that they they struck a compromise where they're like, "Well, would you let us just push you in a wheelchair then?" Because he was taking so long because he was using the crutches and uh, wouldn't get out of character of not being able to walk. So they compromised on using a wheelchair. Yeah. 
Which oh, Brad and I have such... seen this movie, and how long is he on those crutches, Brad? Like what, ten minutes in the film? I well, listen, Doctor Michael Morbius. Um, <laughs> like he's he's I I mean it's it's a game changing film. Um, uh, I, I mean yeah, he was only on the crutches for maybe ten minutes of the part of the movie that's still intact with but, that part. Yes, in but in his um, I guess but, in his life. He was on crutches. But like for in like his mind, years. in his mind, he's always into crutches. <laughs> in his mind, oh. Doctor Michael Morbius has been through a lifetime of being on these crutches. Oh, it's so insane, people. Then he gets his bat friends. It's great. Uh, it's method not great. A- it's a- method <laughs> actors like Brother Brim. Brother Brimstone is the problem. He's just <sighs> a method actor, you know. Also, he says that he's he's had enough of all the people he works with, including the director, who's always going on at him about the way that he shows up late. <laughs> and then he says vince sterling is waiting on the sidelines to become the star of the show and i was like well he plays the good magician i kind of want to see him yeah, he, so he kind of is already like yeah. sort of the star of the show yeah exactly so um so he's basically like uh they don't think i can play brother brimstone a demon who has been doomed to haunt the earth forever I mean, but, like, here's the thing. Like, it's, like, a soap opera. Like, they kill him off, they're going to bring him yeah. back, like, in three yeah. months. Yeah, like, exactly. And also he's like, a demon. Like, he's this already I... a supernatural creature. So yeah. there's even more ways they could bring him back. Yeah. And again, I just keep seeing, I just, this show is Dark Shadows. It's just Dark yeah. Shadows. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, he's, he's coming back. He's going to play his ancestor. It's going to be like, yeah, stop having a fit. You're going to be back in like five seconds. Yeah. I mean, Christ, Supernatural limped on for how many seasons? <laughs> oh, well, Dark Shadows went for how many years? Like forever. Uh, for, yeah, <coughs> forever. That's why we can't do a podcast on it, though. I really would love to do Dark Shadows. It would be like, there's years <laughs> I mean, worth of episodes. Uh, yeah, but uh, Fix and I are doing a podcast on Daredevil, and there's like over 50 years. It's, it's, and they're still making them, so it's, it's literally never going to end. No, never. <laughs> uh, so, mm. meanwhile, Karen is. Sorry, there are 1,225 episodes of Dark Shadows. Wow. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm down. so karen is walking back with vince um and he's like wow you had quite a turbulent day for your acting debut so this is the first time she's acted and already she's got creepo makeup artist getting in front of the camera because he just wants a closer look at her she's got guy trying to actually strangle her and then throwing a temper tantrum (laughs) so and then she's got the good magician asking her on a coke date (laughs) lead of like the, the good guy lead asking her out for a coke date yeah. yep so she's like well you know that coke date maybe we better skip it for today i think sally's planned to make dinner um and i keep seeing the bitterness in ross Arch- archer's eyes and he's like, oh, okay fine whatevs um you know see see you later i guess which i thought was like like that's yeah, nice it's really, that's really... I, like, I like you vince yeah you're you you're start. the less creepy man in Karen's life in this issue yep um so she also says here that she just keeps thinking about Matt and no can't get her mind off off Matthew Ugh. 
<laughs> I mean, at least at least he's not a magician. So true. There's that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might have a fictional twin brother that he pretended to be for for ages, but at least he's not a magician. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, here Karen says she doesn't intend to run back to New York begging Matt for forgiveness. Uh, girl, you got nothing to beg him for forgiveness for. Forgive her, yeah, forgiveness for what? Like, who was it who St- lied for years? Like, forgiveness for what? Setting boundaries and yeah. sticking to and them. And then literally said that he was going to give up being dead everyone then. Uh, no, actually, I'm not. So, yeah. So, meanwhile, Karen is walking home in the same outfit she was wearing in the show. Is this her costume she's wearing? I'm very I don't confused. Know. Is this her wardrobe? And listen, she... you, listen, you working for two days, you're keeping the fucking clothes. <laughs> That's yeah. all I got. And they're nice clothes <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah. And she hears um, Archer threatening another man, and we find out that this man is Jerry Jason, who is his stand-in, who did the uh, work for him for this episode, who looks nothing like him, so I'm assuming they stick say. a wig on him and stuff. Um, so he... Make, that makeup artist is amazing. He really is the best <laughs> yeah, in the business. Like, really is the best in the business. <laughs> so, uh, he's gone like full brother Brimstone and um, fights Jerry Jason and manages to like knock him out. It looks like he like... like slams his hand into his nose you know like that move yeah. where you like pu- push someone's nose up into their brain and kill them it looks like he does that i was like oh my god <laughs> dude um so this guy's lying on the ground and meanwhile karen's like ah, i'm running away and of course she's Screaming. witnessed it so he's he's going after her and she's going no 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 <laughs> yeah but it's okay because there's always a daredevil creeping and a peeping. Because her, her creepy stalker <laughs> for, that she thought she'd left in New York. Yeah. Also, but how does she not like Daredevil's been like hanging around Los Angeles, like looking for her. And for people a week have now. seen him. Like people. Yeah. Have been, wow, Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Does she just like not read the papers or anything? Yes. You think it would come up? You'd think it would come up. Well, because this guy isn't in town either. You know, like, but then weirdo I'm like... from the city you're from is uh, wandering around again. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember where. I don't think West Coast Avengers were a thing yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I don't think so. Uh, um, we do get a close up on Matt's butt, so I thought you would like that, Vix. Yeah, butt watch. Butt watch. Um, my favorite panel. I I don't know why. I just like it. Is where Brother Brimstone, Archer, like, kicks Daredevil in the face and he kind of flies yeah. back. I really like that. I just think it's well drawn. It's really kinetic. Okay, West Coast Avengers uh, didn't happen until September 1984. I oh, knew it wow. was 80. Excuse me. There well, was cause, a message. Um, shush. Shush. Clint's, because Clint's the leader of the West Coast Avengers. Ah, okay. I thought so, it was the 70s, uh, but fair enough. No. 80s so yeah because i was thinking like you know i can't think of any other like marvel superheroes that were on the west coast at the time maybe there will be some soon so so like daredevil being around that would be like a like a big big thing well bigger than in new york because 
yeah Yeah. because that's what well that's where they all are isn't it so like you know if they spotted him it would have been like on the news and stuff so maybe karen just doesn't watch the news true she's too busy living her fabulous life yes that's true yeah so he says when dada was fighting this guy he says that he like punches really hard like he's a really strong guy um so daredevil's kind of like jumping around to avoid and using his acrobatics to avoid all these punches um so this guy's strong um obviously it's it's strange that he's like just an actor that you know but he's he's managing to go sort of toe-to-toe with daredevil um so even karen says that matt has the advantage for now but only because of the element of surprise and even he can't know how strong ross archer is so this is a strong dude so do you think something else is going on here guys um, wait, what What year is, is this taking place 70. in? 70. Oh, 70. Damn it. If it was still in the 60s, I would say um, we got, there's three strong options. Mm-hmm. Um, robots. <laughs> yes. Um, gorilla. Yes. Gorilla wearing a person mask, obviously. We've already had people or, wearing gorilla uh, masks in Daredevil and robots, so yeah, in the 60s. Yeah, I, yeah, but you need a gorilla wearing a person mask. That's that's the good stuff. <laughs> like that's some gorilla grod yeah. action. Love it. Um, or um, um, or he's a or he's a demon. Or he's a demon. Okay. Yeah. Vix, what do you or think? He, he, well, he's he's blatantly actually Brother Brimstone, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like he's an actual demon. He like punches the back like the back of Daredevil's neck. I'm like, ow. Yeah, like a gorilla one. Oh, like a yeah. gorilla. Oh, no. Maybe yeah, really he's a demon a gorilla. gorilla. And then he's he's beating Daredevil up, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, no, the police might be coming. I'm going to run away. Yeah, leg it. Goodbye. <laughs> Toodles. So Karen is, like, all worried about Matt. She's like, oh, no, if, if anything happened to you. And Matt immediately, what does he do, Vix? Do you remember? Oh, my God. He's just like, we need to go somewhere. No, 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 no. He doesn't do that immediately. First thing he does is has a little bitch at her about the fact that she said his real name uh, in front of yeah. Brother Brimstone. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, yeah. I think I think he was already far enough away. Yeah, immediately. Not to hear you First call me Matt. He says, yeah, it's so good. Uh, by the way, Karen, I appreciate you doing this. One thing that One happened, thing, Karen, Karen, is that you said my real name before Brother What's-His-Face was out of earshot. Oh. Hmm. Karen! <laughs> oh, it's so... I laughed for about ten minutes at that. It's like, so good. Jesus. And then Karen says, okay, I deserve that. I was like, oh, this is such a bad relationship. Oh, I just absolutely, I just livid. Absolutely. He's a lady, and I don't like that. No, no. there's a lot. There's a lot of little lady going there's on. There's a lot of little lady, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he just tells her, I paid a visit to your girlfriend's pad, and I learnt you were both at the TV studio, so I've been skulking about the area, hoping to find you after work. I'd be like, whoa, 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 wait, what? You went to my friend's yeah. apartment? How? Like, how did you I, get, like, what, how, what, what's, what's happening? Like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad the police are on their way because <laughs> <laughs> you're a wrong one. And then he says 
<laughs> I was hoping I'd find you after work. And if I may be immodest for a moment, you're lucky I did, little lady. <laughs> I would be bitch slapping this <sighs> motherfucker from just. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the other problem is that the police are on the way, and when it comes down to a creepy guy stalking a woman, the police aren't going to be on the right side of that. No. no. They'll just combine the police. They all use their wives. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just. He, ma- ev- he makes me angrier with every issue. <laughs> oh, this issue made me so it. angry, mate. <laughs> it's just the immediate thing. He's been stalking so her. Much. She left to get away from him. He's been stalking her and then not only immediately blames her because she used his name, um, you know, and Brother Brimstone might have heard it. Um, but then is like, well, you're lucky that I broke into your uh, friend's apartment and uh, stalked you. It's for your own good. It's like, And you know what, Karen? I'm pretty upset with you. In fact, here, take your underwear back. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, my word. So they go and see um, where Jerry Jason is unconscious. Uh, his pulse is normal, so they call an ambulance and take him to the hospital. Uh, and Karen's like, <laughs> so then Matt says, now, young lady, about that talk. And she's like, OK, I've answered the police questions. I guess it's time to answer your questions. Ugh. Oh, she's so beaten down. Karen. So they leave before Matt can talk to the police, or Daredevil can talk to the police, I guess. Um, and I love the policeman says, oh, they've gone. Oh, well, can't say I blame him much. If I ran around in red long johns all day, I'd want to go into <laughs> hiding myself. <laughs> yeah, they, they do things a little differently on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, and then she's like, oh, I'll go ahead to Sally's on my own. We shouldn't really be seen together. And Matt's immediately like, is that what you really mean, Karen? Or did you mean we shouldn't even be together? And then she's like, I don't know what I mean. Like, she's so she's so beaten down. Oh, but his response, oh, his yeah, response yeah. is amazing. Yes, go for it, Brad. Okay, Karen, I'll play it your <laughs> way for now to give you time to think. <laughs> and if you need me. I'll be there. Oh. Like, this Why could easily she... be. This is like one of those like like films like that's like a light-hearted like romantic thing that you could like re-edit the trailer to make it a horror. Mm-hmm. Like, Do you know what? This is like an episode of Snapped. <laughs> and then she snapped. And then she just absolutely lost her shit. Bill finally, favorite show. <laughs> yeah, like. I watch it too. I watch at least like two episodes a night before I go to sleep. And it's just like, oh. if I was Karen, like, yeah. she's going to get to the point where she's just like, you know what? Enough is enough. <laughs> so the next day. I mean, that, coke, that coke date sounded real good yeah, right about now. Yeah, with a good magician. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was nice. Oh. A magician. <laughs> Like, it could have been what you, you know, it could have been like your reef bound bit of fun, Karen. Yeah. It, it would have taken would have care a, of you. A, a, a coke float with two straws, Karen. Yeah. So the next day they're filming this sort of final episode or like the, I mean, Karen's last episode of this show of Strange Secrets. So the network put the bail up for Ross Archer so he could <laughs> act in the last episode. 
This is the most realistic thing I think I've ever seen in a comic book. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, they're like, oh, well, never mind. He's just trying to murder one of the other actors. It's fine. It's okay. We'll bail him out because we need him for this episode. Yeah, I guess they can't use his double either because I guess he's still in hospital, maybe. But like, this is insane that they put up the bell for him. This, I, this, this is, is some this is, shit. this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood. Yeah. You know, this is white white male privilege in action. <laughs> this is just like, wow. So he's um, putting on his face, like Archer's putting on all his makeup and everything. Um, Karen looks really cute. She's wearing like this little green dress. I like it. Yeah. Very nice. And then. But then she gets into bed. Like, she's yeah. wearing something different. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then she's basically saying how weird it is that she's about to act with this guy who's going to pretend to try and kill her when last night he actually tried to kill her. Yeah, oh! very weird. Very weird. <laughs> very weird, yeah. Karen. Like, oh, actually no. tried to kill her and, like, he got arrested and put in prison. Yeah. But he knows that he saw that she saw him trying to kill yeah. this other guy. Yeah. So, and also, even before that happened, yes, like the previous day, he was already two in character and almost hurt her then. <laughs> oh, <sighs> crazy. Oh, so, meanwhile, um, Makeup Man is sitting on his chair and Karen's like, you're not going to get in front of the camera again, are you? And he's like, oh, when you're on Miss Page, never. Aww. I don't trust him. Oh, I don't believe him no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Suspicious. Uh, Some people might say that I am the villain of this story. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all looking for Archer. They can't find him. Um, meanwhile, Lieutenant Nately is there. Um, Who looks like Luke Evans. He does strangely. look like Luke. Oh, he really does look like Luke Evans. I was going to say he looks like Perry Mason. Well, Luke Evans, Perry Mason. The actual director looks like a younger J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Nate Lee is like, oh, you know, if I was the judge, I wouldn't let Ross Archer be walking around loose. And um, the director's like, yeah, you know, me neither. But, you know, it was the network, whatevs. And then they're like, where is he? Where is that crumb bum? A crumb bum? <laughs> Brad, <laughs> is this something you Americans say a lot? Oh, and I've definitely heard that. But mostly from, like, wow. weird Mormons that, like, like don't swear. curse. So they wow. just say weird shit like that. <laughs> so weird. Are you crumb bums? <laughs> so they're all looking for him. They can't find him anywhere. And they're like, well, he's got to be in the studio somewhere. And yeah, Karen's lying in bed, but she is wearing the green in bed, Vic. She's maybe. just like got like a a, a, a lilac. Um, maybe it was like maybe a night sheet. Maybe it's a nightie or something. Yeah, the, I think the lilac is like the sheet she's under. Yeah. Um, can we talk about like the panel up in the top corner of that page where creepo makeup guy? is looking for Archer, yes. but in the process is dislocated his entire <laughs> please, spine. Please do, because first of all, I thought he had something on his shoulder, like he was carrying mm. like a sack yeah. or something, and then I was like, wait, like, what is happening? <laughs> like, yeah, his, like, his head is growing out of his, oh. his like, arm. Oh, it's it's so weird. Very strange. Is it possible that everyone is secretly a robot and are a gorilla? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
or robot gorillas. <gasps> yes. Or demon gorillas. Demons mind-controlling robot gorillas. Oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. And then Karen's Cute thinking... X-Files music. <laughs> please, please don't. Ew. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to trigger either of you. Mm-hmm. Karen says, perhaps I should have gone back to New York with Matt. No! No! <laughs> oh, fuck no. <sighs> and then she said, but did Matt go back, or did his parting words mean he'd be literally around... And did I really want him to go as much as I pretended? Yes, I had to send him away till I decide who I am, what I want from life. What she wants from life is her, Debbie and Sally need to go and buy like a small holding out in the like Ohio cropland (laughs) and like raise cows together and make cheese. Absolutely. And then and then in many years be the golden girls. Yes, like I'd watch the shit out. Delightful. But... <laughs> yeah. uh, Karen thinks she's being watched, and I was like, "You probably are by Matt somewhere." Oh yeah, there he is in the rafters. Oh, there he is, <laughs> fucking creeper. So he, actually, they do say he, she might not be being watched, but her every breath and every heartbeat is being carefully monitored. And now, and then he thinks to himself, "Now the shoes on the other foot, isn't it, my darling?" I was like, "Oh, that sounds so creepy." But, like, what is he talking about? She's yeah. never, like, hung around and creeped on him, ever. Uh, yeah, I don't get what he's Like, saying. what? What? Just leave her alone. The shoe's on the other foot, though, Vix. You see? What shoe? <laughs> so... See, see, before, she was worried about him out daredeviling. Yeah. But, but now she wasn't creeping on him. But now he's worried about her for once. <laughs> so the shoes on the for other foot. <laughs> like the woman that he's the woman that he keeps proposing marriage to. This like, is apparently the only alone. time that he's given a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you know he he doesn't understand human emotions because he's a sociopath. <laughs> I mean, in these issues, like this, I think this is the most sociopathic maybe we've had him. Because he's he's put her through a lot of shit, and like I love Matt, but we talk about like the the cr- like crazy shit he does, like the whole Mike Murdoch thing. But it's just the fact that he's put her through all that, but now is just like gaslighting her that like she yeah. owes him an apology, is like what's what's the most insane to me, you know? Yeah, he does get yeah, better absolutely. <laughs> He better because <laughs> otherwise I'm going on strike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like oh. next week. Uh, my co-host isn't with me this week because uh, they're on strike. <laughs> oh no! They've uh, had enough of Matt. Matt being a creepy stalker gaslighter, yes. and they're having a couple of weeks off <laughs> strike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, be me outside your house with a placard, <laughs> on the, like on a picket marching line, marching up and down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Daredevil hears a man's shoe creaking on the catwalk above him. Um, uh, that's the first time he heard him, and then it's this, this guy. It's the fisherman from uh, <laughs> I know what you did last summer, and he says, "You stare upward as if through unseeing eyes, my dear Daredevil." And I was like, "How do you know?" He's wearing a mask, <laughs> like, <laughs> dude. With his like weird, creepy eyes. 
so, in the mask. So yeah, so he like seems to be like already like, hey, are you a blind guy? <laughs> like it's very strange. Um, but he says like Matt stares as though he's unseeing, and then he says, have you already forgotten, brother Brimstone? Um, but Matt doesn't hear a heartbeat, guys. <clears throat> you know who doesn't have heartbeats? Robot gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Brother Brimstone just throws something uh, off this l- little lighting rig. Um, Matt swings in and like kicks him and punches him and they have a big fight uh, and then kind of runs away. Um, but mean. I love that Matt's whole thing is like I. You know, I'm pretty sure he's already killed that person. I'm gonna feel real bad if if I seriously um, if he was still alive and I didn't save him. But I think he's already dead, so I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just not gonna bother. Yeah, he said like if he's not, it's something I'll regret for the rest of my life. I think he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure you will, Matt. Sure you will. <laughs> so um, meanwhile, on the uh, on the actual set. Uh, they uh, they call Lieutenant Nately over and they're like, oh, this body that came that came falling down, this guy's been strangled by somebody who had a grip of iron. And then they're like, let me see, let me see, maybe I'll uh, I'll recognise. This is the cameraman, by the way, because they're like, let the cameraman through. And he's like, maybe I'll recognise him. And he's like, oh, let's see who this is. Whoa, this is Russ Archer, brother Brimstone. Ba 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 ba. Do you like the uh, the little tagline for the next uh, issue, by the way, guys, which says, no. next, I love a mystery, but does it love me? <laughs> I've read that. I was like, what? Oh, I think, well, I think that presents another option, Claire, because the word it is larger. So does it love me? Oh. Is it a Pennywise? Oh, it was Pennywise Ooh. all along. <laughs> oh, secret Pennywise. Awesome, the best option. But that—that that is the end of the issue, guys. What an issue! <laughs> Whew. Uh, yeah. So, anything you want to add before we get into our toots and our boots? I hate Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about this issue. <laughs> now, if this was another <laughs> podcast, fix, I would get very offended that you say you hate my favorite superhero and i would write you passive aggressive emails and storm off this podcast but we're not that kind of podcast fix brad knows what i'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, i think i know what you're talking about as well <laughs> okay now it is time for our toots and our boots um brad you are uh, on uh, with me you're on uh, many a fashion podcast um, mm-hmm. You can spot good and bad fashions when you see them. So what is going to be your toot and your boot for this uh, issue, do you think? All right. I mean, I, Karen's pink outfit is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. It's it's solid. I Like, there's not there's not a lot of varied fashions in yeah. this. People are pretty much Every, wearing the everyone, same thing throughout. Yeah, I was going to say, everyone's wearing the same, pretty much the um, same outfit throughout the whole thing. Yeah, but I think, I think Karen's the standout. But... We did not discuss this. What this fucking magician is wearing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, please. He's got this big green like trench coat. Yeah. It's like all all the way up to the top. Yeah. Like he's a fucking flasher. <laughs> but then every once in a while, you can see he's got this like red checkered number under yeah. it. Yeah. This red checkered is it, shirt. Is it like a love? He, he's like uh the sort of like 
husky lumberjack. Ooh, Ugh. I look like that. I don't like it. <laughs> Listen, I don't like magicians. I've had bad run-ins with, with lumberjacks as well. Um, <laughs> um, so I, yeah, no, I, this guy, the guy's out. No, thank you. Goodbye. No, Get no. out of here. Good, good day, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, Vix, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Karen's pink coat because it's she just looks fa- she looks fabulous in I know, that he colour. Was, he was anyway. Yeah, yeah. She just always looks amazing, to be honest. Um, And I think I'm going to have to boot, like, Brother Brimstone's, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer Ensemble. And I know, like, that's technically the wardrobe department's fault. (laughs) Um, But he just, like, he and he had, like, I don't like his face. He's got, like, the classic I'm a bit mad kind of comic book, like, my brother and sister got married and had me face. Yeah. He hasn't got um, an evil moustache, though. No, but, like, they either do the whole, like, moustache and graying temples yeah. for the villain, or they do this weird, like, crazy, like, it's almost... It's like a Jack Kirby hunchback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's like, it almost, like a primate's face like kind of like yeah. the ox kind of like the um yeah oh, like, i don't i don't like it it creeps me out okay. so he's his whole his whole like he does not pass the vibe check i'm gonna i'm gonna toot karen as well because she looks fabulous um and i'm gonna boo i'm gonna do the same as you Vex. i'm gonna boo um brother brimstone but just because i think this is just a really boring villain costume like Okay, guys, but let me say this, though. Let me say this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. he, he may be terribly dressed for a person, mm-hmm. but for a gorilla, I mean, I mean that's quite fashionable. <laughs> for, a robot, for a robot gorilla. Yeah. I'd, li- I'd like a little toot as well for the director's ensemble. I like that whole, of, yeah. like, you know, pipe smoking, waistcoat look. That's a good vibe. I like that. I just think Brother Brimstone is just like me, you know, like his outfit is just. They could have like, considering he's supposed to like he's meant actually to be like a, be a demon, demon in, in a soap opera. Like, come on. Like, like, why did they not dress him like some sort of Dracula? Why didn't type they dress character? him like a demonic lumberjack like Bob in Twin Peaks? Oh, yeah. yes. You know, there were so many roads they could have gone down with that, but yeah, absolutely. Mm, okay, well, what is going to be our panel of the week, guys? Brad, you can go first. Um, uh, it's difficult in this I, one. Yeah, mm. I, I'm not sure. I, I think that that palm to the to the face <laughs> of uh, that poor like stand-in guy. Yeah. That's it's so fucking brutal. Yeah, oh, yeah, but like, you could properly see his face like scrunching up and... yeah but strong strong runner up is a, a good magician asking about a coke date <laughs> yes <laughs> nice <laughs> uh vix i i did enjoy the front cover i'm not gonna lie because it's like classic kind of you know oh i fainted kind of thing but i do really enjoy i really liked the panel um in at the beginning where uh karen's being followed and it was all kind of like 
a bit Lovecraftian. It's the close-up of her face. The the Death's Head one, where they're going over that bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's like the close-up of her face, and she's like, (gasps) no! Yeah. I really like that. Okay. I think mine is going to be that, that, it's going to be either the one that Brad said, because it is so brutal, or it's going to be that kick, because I like that one where he kicks him, and it's just really kinetic. I like the way it was drawn. Um, Mm. Yeah, so I think it's going to be that. Uh, okay, so now it's time to vote for this issue. Now, Vix, Brad hasn't been on for a while, so why don't you remind him what we do? <laughs> so I don't have to. Uh, <laughs> so if we really love an issue and we think that, yes, this needs to be preserved for posterity for the entire like time length of the universe then it is paraded to a vault in the back of the bar on a velveteen cushion and placed on a shelf uh in the vault to live forever if we are not sure if we're a bit like eh, it has a shelf under the bar and it can get used to mop up sick spillages or used for claire's decoupaging yes, yes. if we hated it with the fire of a thousand suns it gets yeeted out into piss alley where the rats the local the local swamp thing that lives (laughs) that lives in the garbage (laughs) out the back wait but he's Uh, dc what the hell all right well it tombs oh <laughs> no. uses it for his, oh, for his nesting out the i was back. imagining the the garbage heap from fraggle rock oh I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um also we should mention because uh last uh episode isn't released yet but we did boot um last week's yeah. fishing brad out the window and it was the first time in a long time long long time that we've done that and to be honest i can't even remember what happened in that issue so that speaks volumes yeah um, it was a bit of a filler issue wasn't it really? what do we think about this issue do we think there's this kind of i feel like this is a bit of a nothing issue as well but is there enough insanity with matt to that warrants it being kept or is matt is that enough to to for you to throw it out the window vix uh you see take the standpoint of like he's he's leveled up his creeping and his stalking (laughs) and i i do not like that one iota Mm -hmm. uh but it was quite an entertaining issue i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's quite vault worthy, despite the, uh, uh, the shenanigans. So I'm going to vote under the bar. Brad, what about you? Um, this is fucking gold. This is some kooky shit. <sighs> and I am 100% for it. I, I put a special place in the vault. <laughs> Uh, I, I am going to say I think it is under the bar because I don't think it's vault worthy because I I want to mur- I want to slap Matt at all times. Yes. But the whole thing with Brother Brimstone is really entertaining. Just like mm-hmm. and just Karen, just poor Karen. And also Karen <laughs> having to go back to work 
with this guy who tried to murder her. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's so insane. That's so wild. And it's so it. like like you said, Brad, is just Hollywood, you know? Yeah. Um and every I love that every one of these people is a creep. I love that yes. the makeup man's a creep. Yeah. I love that the actors are both creeps. One of them wants to take this actress out on a coke date. Um like the studio is forcing them to bring a a like one of the actors is in the hospital recovering from the attack and they're letting this guy out of jail to shoot some scenes of a fucking soap opera. Yeah. It's gold. Uh, there's also it also introduced me to the phrase great white father which i i wish it hadn't <laughs> um so i i'm gonna say under the bar and i think that means it's going mm-hmm. under the bar brad i'm sorry yeah, i'm sorry I mean, it's okay you you guys can be wrong it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> now now it's time for I'm sure you've been waiting for it, Brad. It's everyone's favourite part of the podcast. And you can also do your predictions with this, Brad, because you have not read these issues before. Uh, it is time for Brad and Vix Predicts. <laughs> okay, guys, are you ready? I was born ready. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> next week's issue is called And One Cried Murder. <gasps> what do you think is going to happen? And, and what one murder cried. has a, has a is an exclamation point, so it's like a one cried murder! <laughs> like that. Murder! Murder! And- and one cried murder. Also, is remember like... the other tagline, which was, I love a mystery, but does it love me? <laughs> <laughs> I just love, like, one one cries murder. It's like, is the queen involved now? Yes, is, is, it like, is it the royal one? <laughs> one murder, murder. One cries murder. <laughs> what? Did, and no one else said anything? What? what are we talking about? Did the studio cover it up except for one person? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, does I love a mystery? What's going to well. happen with Brother Brimstone? Like, who's this guy? If Ross Archer is dead, well, if well, and Brother Brimstone is like, is he like a like a shapeshifter? Or... I suppose he's a demon, isn't he? So it's like, yeah. whose flesh suit is he wearing? Did did uh, did he give this guy elaborate plastic surgery to look like Ross Archer and then kill him? No, he's a demon. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, me and Brad are covering Highlander <laughs> well, these things happen. If he's a demon, that means he wears people's flesh suits. Mm-hmm. So, did we actually see his face when he threw the body yeah. over? Yeah, we yeah, did, he didn't exactly we? Exactly like so, he did earlier in the issue. So he's basically okay. So he's a shapeshifter then. Like he can. So we don't actually know his true form. I mean, or maybe... Well, we do. It's a gorilla. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Keep oh, up, Vix. Keep up. Oh, well, 
maybe the mystery is like, oh, maybe he's now going to unleash his army of robot gorillas mm. on Los Angeles. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if ever the city like, deserved if, it. I want that issue. <laughs> But because because he's because he's a demon, like he controls them with his like demon psychic brain. So they're all like really evil robot gorillas. Nice. So they're like on the rampage in LA. But that doesn't and really. Daredevil is the only superhero in California. Yeah. So they have to recruit like actors. <laughs> they get the, they get like... the guys that stand outside the Chinese theater dressed as like Captain America <laughs> and all that. Those really so sad like... like ones. They're the West Coast. No, it'll be. <laughs> But it'll be like Elvis and Marilyn Monroe as well. Yeah. Charlie <laughs> like, <laughs> Amazing. And like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Going off against an army of demons. <laughs> the Rat Pack and Daredevil. And... <laughs> oh, I love it. And an army of demon robot gorillas. Oh, it's epic. I want to read that issue now. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is exactly what the description says. So I don't know if I have to read it, but would you like me to? Please. Okay. Ready? Yes. Brother Brimstone strikes again. This time, the murderer goes after Karen Page. Daredevil races to save his beloved, but the the La Brea Tar Pits threaten death. <laughs> and then the little oh. subtitle of the next issue is Trapped in the Tar Pits of Death. And I will tell you that the oh. cover features not one, but two woolly mammoths. Oh, do you what? Amazing. Do you know, do you know what I'm gonna watch now? I'm gonna go as soon as I've like got off this call. I'm gonna go and watch Volcano. Do it. <laughs> I've I've been to the Brea Tar Pits, man. They're mental. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I love it, but like the whole time I was there. Did you bump into Willie Mammoths when you were there? I did see Willie Mammoths, yeah. Oh. And I, we watched they were doing because they have like because uh, they're still digging it up. No, they, no. So, when I say there's not one but two Willie Mammoths on this cover. I mean living woolly mammoths. Oh, living. Uh, yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. No, do you know what? They'll be zombie. They'll be zombie woolly <clears throat> mammoths because Brother Brimstone's a demon. So, like, mm. his, his like, gross, like, demon smoke is going to go into, like, the, the dead woolly mammoths and it's going to bring, oh, my God, the next issue. I'm, I'm already putting the next issue in the vault. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> zombie woolly mammoths, robot demon gorillas oh it's gonna be amazing nice okay <laughs> well i mean i have nothing more to add to that i mean come on so i'm gonna be so disappointed aren't i <laughs> well <I'm> not so <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't have the actual issue this week so i didn't have any ads or letters i'm afraid no but in a few issues time i'm pretty sure i've got every single one so I'm looking forward to how the, the letters and stuff change over time. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, it's time at the bar. Uh, Brad, Brad, um, Brad, as always, you're a citizen hero. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, Brad. Cheers. It was a pleasure. Uh, hopefully you'll be back again. Otherwise, I'll obviously talk to you every week on our other podcast. Do you want to give those a, a little a little promote as well as your other podcast? Sure. Um, 
you can hear me with Claire on Not Quite Scottish Imports talking about the amazing show Highlander, um, which is the most 90s show ever. That's season three. Um, yes. And that, that third movie oh, is yeah. coming soon, too. Yeah. Excited. The Sorcerer. Mm, mm-hmm. We'll see. It's not magician. Yeah. Um, also on Absolutely True True Crime, a Deadly Series podcast, which the next one coming out is what did we do? Uh, no. Commando. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so that'll John that, Matrix. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Um, also, you can hear me on the Ramjack podcast, um, where we're. Currently, we've been talking about the amazing 80s show TNT, mm-hmm. in which uh, Mr. T is a private investigator. Oh, and amazing. it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it. And Vix, do you want to promote anything? Uh, just be Moonlight kind to without, each other. Without spoilers, because Brad has not watched it yet, but you're enjoying Moonlight, no, right? Oh, you don't want to? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I am gonna promote being kind to each other Aww. because this world is a shitty shitty place <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it costs nothing to just be nice be to kind. people be kind don't be a Matt Murdoch <laughs> yeah don't don't be Matt Murdoch just don't be an arsehole just you know be nice yeah absolutely <laughs> okay with that <laughs> uh, we're out here bye Laters. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.